The Lord be with you. And with Reading from the Holy Gospel according to Saint Mark. Chapter 5, verses 21 to 43. When Jesus had crossed in the boat to the other side, a large crowd gathered round him, and he stayed by the lakeside. Then one of the synagogue officials came up, Jairus by name, and seeing Jesus, fell at his feet and pleaded with him earnestly, saying, My little daughter is desperately sick. Do come and lay your hands on her to make her better and save her life. Jesus went with him, and a large crowd followed him. They were pressing all around him. Now there was a woman who had suffered from a hemorrhage for twelve years. After long and painful treatment under various doctors, she had spent all she had without being any better for it. In fact, she was getting worse. She had heard about Jesus, and she came up behind him, through the crowd and touched his cloak. If I can touch even his clothes, she said, I shall be well again. And the source of the bleeding dried up instantly and she felt in herself that she was cured of her complaint. Immediately aware that power had gone out of him, Jesus turned around in the crowd and said, Who touched my clothes? His disciples said to him, You see, how crowd is pressing around you, and yet you say, Who touched me? But Jesus continued to look all around to see who had done it. Then the woman came forward, frightened and trembling, because she knew what had happened to her, and she fell at his feet and told him the whole truth. My daughter, Jesus said, your faith has restored you to health. Go in peace and be free from your complaint. While Jesus was still speaking, some people arrived from the house of the synagogue official to say, Your daughter is dead. Why put the master into any further trouble? But Jesus had overheard this remark of theirs and said to the official, Do not be afraid, only have faith. And he followed with him and allowed no one except Peter, James and John, the brother of James, so they came to the official's house, and Jesus noticed all the commotion with the people weeping and wailing. He went in and said to them, Why all this commotion and crying? The child is not dead, but asleep. But they laughed at him. So Jesus turned them all out, and taking with him the child's father and mother and his own companions, went into the place where the child was sleeping. And taking the child by the hand, he said to her, Talitha kum, which means, Little girl, I tell you, get up. And she got up at once and began to walk about. And she was twelve years old. At this they were overcome with astonishment, and Jesus ordered them strictly not to let anyone know about it, and told them to give her something to eat. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise We have three in fact, wonderful readings today. We shall begin with the gospel today and come to the first reading and maybe a small reflection from the, the second reading, Paul's letter to the Corinthians. Death is a reality that all of us face. We will all die. But 
was it that that god intended us to had we not sinned call it our first parents or whichever whatever belief that you have had we not sinned would we have died of course living in a secular scientific world it may be very difficult we will say it is a natural cause natural end we will come to the answer what the catechism of the catholic church ccc speaks about it let's look at the gospel of today mark's story of chapter 5 this is two events are put together and we know mark is someone who writes in hurry meaning he means to somehow put together it's the shortest of the gospels and in his 16 chapters he puts together important events and he wants only one point to prove that he is the son of god so he begins with by it and ends and there are few incidents that are narrated let's say in detail and this is one of them and he puts together what is called the biblical scholars call it markian sandwich meaning one enclosed in another so look at matthew and mark we will find the same but they are one after another but mark puts it together of course this miracle happened together so he puts one inside the other and that is mark's style so we have jesus on his way and first jairus a synagogue official synagogue we know is a small not the temple but synagogue is a place where people would gather to pray and jerusalem would be the temple where they would come a synagogue is usually built by noble men so this was person who had a synagogue and sometimes it would be in homes of learned and wealthy people and here is jairus who is a synagogue owner his daughter is at the point of death and he comes and as the lord moves there is another healing of the woman who has a flow of blood and wants to touch and touches and she is healed now let's look at this two events there are a lot of similarities between the both events okay in both we don't find the names of the woman no we have jairus but the daughter's name is not mentioned also the other event the woman no name but interesting what the lord calls no the lord calls daughter in both no i think that is the calling that all of us long to hear son daughter and that is what lord is to us he longs that preciousness in us both 12 years the woman has been 12 years in the flow of blood hemorrhage and the daughter is of 12 years both there is impurity according to the book of leviticus chapter 15 if you read a woman with the flow of blood be it in a regular menstrual time or any flow is considered impure not only woman even a man who had flow of anyway leprosy or any flow were not all allowed into the temple so anyone who touches anyone who has association would become impure and here jairus daughter in a way would be dead impure and reaching would again make the person impure but as we reflected the other day the lord reverses the pure touches the impure and is made whole again and in both places it is a touch now the woman longs to touch it's enough that i touch the hem of his garment and i will be healed and the other the lord goes takes her by the hand and there is a touch and healing 
And if you look at both cases, there is a barrier that overcome. The woman knew what is the social restriction placed on her. It is through that she comes over and longs to touch Jesus. And Jairus, again, is the same. He is a Jewish leader, comes and asks the Lord for this favor. Look at both. We can see two outstanding quality. One is humility. The other is faith. Jairus is a leader, comes, see the gesture of both, comes, falls or kneels before the Lord and asks for the favor. And the woman, once identified, comes again, kneels before the Lord in humility or falls before him and says. Now let's look at the first, the woman. Look at this scene. She longs to touch Jesus and touches. There's a crowd around pushing him or bumping into Jesus. And Jesus realizes. Now look at this scene. He is the Lord. Did he not know that who touched, who got the healing? He knew. So what is the purpose of this Lord asking, who touched me? So it is not unaware. It is to bring the faith of this person into the community, to the public and the people who are around. Others were bumping into Jesus, but here is a person who touched Jesus and felt the healing. And she comes, falls before, and there is the realization. And there is a healing. And look at the words that Jesus says. Jesus does not say, you are healed. No, your faith has saved you, and you are healed. Difference, I think, the phrasing is important. First is, your faith has healed you. No? Inside. There is an inner healing, which is more important than the physical healing. And in most cases where Jesus heals, I think that is what how the Lord works. Maybe a message for us, dear friends, many of us, all of us needs physical healing. That is what the Lord is, what, that is what we are praying for and we are looking for miracles, the Lord to touch, to heal, to make us walk, to make us bring back to life. But the inner healing that Lord wants to give more than the physical is the first and most because that is what the Lord came for and that is what she receives. And she is healed. She went to many doctors you know, with respect to all medical people. No, there was no hope for her. And she comes here and one moment, one touch, she, she is healed. Simple example, sometimes dear friends, there are many restrictions that Lord put, but are put before us. We need to overcome that, learn to the Lord, turn to the Lord, that longing, that faith, that Jesus recognized in her, if I touch the hem of his garment, I will be healed, and she was. Let's come to the second story. Now, the Lord moves on, takes only James, John, and Peter, his inner circle, to the Jairus' house and reaches there. Now, there is always a doubt here. Why did the Lord say she is not dead, she is only sleeping? We can look at it in two ways. The moment Jairus came to Jesus, some say, mostly the healing was already worked. The Lord already intervened in her life, which means one will look at from death to life she is. Come back a little more theologically into it. Sleep. All of us sleep, we wake up next morning. And in fact, that is life. Death, if you really understand, is nothing but sleep. Next morning we wake up to a newer life. That is a resurrection with the Lord. And that is what Jesus means here. And goes there. And the word that Jesus uses, 
calling him, calling her. It is a word used not to get up, like not raising to life. The meaning actually, little daughter, stand up. That means usually you are sitting or lying, stand up, which means that is a personal call to each of us. Now let's put these two incidents together and there are a lot of reflections and difference we can take to ourselves. Look at both cases. There's a personal initiative that both do. And the Lord's healing is only then. Jairus had to come walking, kneel before, and the woman had to push through the crowd, break all barriers and social restrictions put, and long for the touching, and the Lord works a miracle. Which means there is a personal initiative that I have to do. Having faith alone and staying, the Lord will heal. No, I need to do the searching. I need to look for him. But he will find me. The finding is his work. Jairus is in pain. The woman is in flow of blood. And that brought them to the Lord. Look into our own life. I'm sure each of us will have something that the Lord can touch. The Lord can come and make us whole again. Maybe a problem in my personal life, could be something, a loss in my family, maybe a difficulty that I am going through. Can that become a point where the Lord is going to touch and I am going to touch the Lord? It should become and there is where grace will come in. This also shows the power of intercession. Jairus comes, pleads for his daughter. So why do I pray for another? Why intercessory prayer? Why saints we pray to? Power of intercession. That is realized. And God is the healer. Beyond physical, God is the finer healer. And we also remember and pray, especially as we said, for doctors, nurses, people who are in healing. Beyond their hands and power and knowledge, the Lord who is behind, the Lord who works through, and he is a healer. And we pray that in all of us who are through the healing ministry, be in medical or other that the Lord, the healer may be realized. Now coming to the end of this, here is a death, here is a sickness and the Lord who intervenes. If you look at the first reading connected to it and actually the responsorial Psalm 2, it brings the real meaning of life and its purpose and death, the effect. If you look at wisdom reading that we read, of course, it is not in the other Bibles, Catholic Bible we find, and it's wonderful reading. Wisdom speaks, it says, the reading says, death is not what God intended us to be. Again, as I said, if look in the secular scientific world, we may find it difficult to believe. So what is the real meaning and what catechism or the Catholic Church, CCC, Article 1008, it speaks about is important. It says, death is a consequence of sin. You can read in detail. And the last line says, bodily death from which man would have been immune had he not sinned. And that is the enemy of man left to be conquered. So the article says, and that is the teaching of the Catholic Church, death that we will all face had we not sinned because God had made us in his own image. That is what the first reading says. We would have continued immortal and that is what God made for us. We sinned. That was our freedom. Is God more powerful than 
us yes is devil more powerful because he caused death no it was human freedom which god respected and we fell into sin and we get this effect of death but who can save us from this god alone and he came down to make us people who will be dead people who will be in sickness back to life and that is his ministry that is his teaching and that is his greatest gift and article 1504 says for this power that we need who gives us we need to touch the lord and where can we touch him now in the sacraments and when we touch him like the woman like jairus daughter will come back to life and so in sacraments christ continues to touch us in order to heal us and to transform us dear friends may we touch the lord may every eucharist be an experience for us for being from death to life from sickness to newness and may the lord bring us finally to trace holy resurrection with him we pray for this grace as we continue this holy eucharist